Do you hear like a fan or something? Um, on your end? No. Oh, that could be the heater on my end. Ah, uh, maybe it. Yeah, Lauren has this thing about wanting heat in the winter. Just tell her to drink more. <laughs> what is this more, and where can she get it? <laughs> uh, it's actually underneath most rotisserie chickens. Yeah, that's where they keep it. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're doing both episodes. Oh, is it gonna be two? Uh, okay. Well, originally that's what we, I think we were talking about. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Oh God. I'm gonna talk about my Christmas. Oh, God. Sounds like it'll be fun. <laughs> I don't even remember my Christmas. Oh, well, then. This could be a really boring... That's it. Oh, God. I don't even know if there's a point to doing that. God. Do you just want to talk about it briefly at the beginning or the end of the Rebirth episode? Or not at all. Or not at all. Okay. Whichever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Um, yeah, we could talk about it a little at the end. All right. Okay. Let me pull up. I could not, for the life of me, find issue one of Rebirth. Really? And I couldn't find my trade paperback of Rebirth. Wow. So I had to use my digital file. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I brought this, I brought the hardcover with me to Pennsylvania. Yeah. And in three days, there was not a moment of quiet. So I didn't read this again. Oh, God. Are you shitting me? No, it's okay. I don't need to. It's fine. <laughs> I did spend the last, like, hour or so, like, flipping through it and focusing back on certain parts. So we should be fine. <laughs> oh god it's rebirth come on I did the same exact thing <laughs> <laughs> should we postpone <laughs> I'm kind of thinking we should because oh god you know you know what it's going to end up being like I mean it's going to be a little bit better than the episode of uh, the Worlds with um were neither of you read the book? Yeah, Red Sun. <laughs> you talk about random pages. <laughs> listen, listen, I have read that book a couple of times. It's just it wasn't any time recent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think the last time I read this was when it came out. <laughs> really? Yeah, in like 2005. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's still fresh, it's still fresh. No, I, I've, this one I've definitely read uh, when it came out, and then uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, I guess when I got it in trade, and then uh, like I read the first couple of issues, and then I had to like kind of speed read through the rest of them. Um, I mean, I have a, a pretty good working knowledge of it, but I mean. It it would probably be better if we all, like, actually sat down and took our time reading it and then also had a third person so that we had enough to talk about for the whole thing. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, this is like, it's kind of a big deal. It is, it is. It's, we should give it at least a modicum of what it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rebirth, uh, yeah, uh, it was a book. That, yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Are you recording right now, by the way? Uh, I think so. Well, this should, we should just keep going. Like, this should, like, that should be the start of the episode. Let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. What, what should we talk about tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could always go to, go to the Christmas topic. Oh, sure. sure. <laughs> Is there any, like, like half of us showed up and were the only... <laughs> I think Chad's the only one that read the book. Uh, you know, I... Jason is is involved with, uh, you know, the, the Facebook messaging. Yes. Even though he never takes part in it. By the way, when you put the in front of things like Facebook or medical names, you just make yourself sound really <laughs> old. Well, no, I mean, like, I was, I'm referring to, like, the Facebook messaging. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't help. <laughs> As in the system that it is. Ah, see, you did it again. The system is the system. That's not a me being old. I feel like I have the malaria, you know? <laughs> Listen. Yes, Grandpa? I'm going to cut you the switch. Yeah. Okay. So what about what about Jason and Facebook? Yeah, so Jason <laughs> he's he's on there, but I you know, he doesn't really take part too much, so I I, I texted him like today as I was driving home. I I think I gave him like like two hours worth of notice, just slightly more than that, but Wouldn't it be less with his time difference? <laughs> or what? No, that's chat. I don't know. Shut up. Time travel's weird. No, yeah. <laughs> My text doesn't go into the future. It goes back to the past. Technically it does. No, it goes to the past. Is he behind us or is he ahead of us? He's behind us. He has Chad to catch is too, up to right? us, yes. So we're in the lead. Yes. All right. We get there first. Where's James in all this? James, oh, well, James gets there the first. Is, he, is it next week where he is? James is tomorrow. James is tomorrow. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yes, James Oops. is like, like the beginning of the day is James. So it's like, it's like the way that, that when it rains, Jason will know before we do. James will know everything else before we do, because he's in tomorrow. And Jason is tall. What? So what was, uh... Oh, God. I, 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 I didn't follow that at all. No, it makes perfect sense. You're just not doing it right. Oh. You see? No. It, James James <laughs> gets all the lotto numbers ahead of us. Uh-huh. Uh, he knows what the weather forecast is going to be ahead of us. Uh-huh. Uh, Jason has first-hand knowledge because he's higher up. Chad... Chad's Chad. <laughs> so how's Christmas? Should, should, you know, if we're if we're just jumping right into the episode, let's at least introduce ourselves. Oh hi, you're Jim Ford. Yeah, and you're Dan Kurtzky. Bazinga. 
Yeah. And uh, this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 112. No, 113. See, I, I, I looked at the website, so I would know what number was the last one. Right. And instead, I just read that number. <laughs> Good job. Yes, it's 113, and God help you if this is your first episode. Oh, we're going to lose all sorts of listeners from this. Uh, we have, well, we actually have no plan, as you heard from the beginning of this episode. We this had was a plan. going, it was going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be our big rebirth episode for the, the first episode of the year. Yeah. But technically, yeah. rebirth can still be the first episode of the year. Oh, yeah, as long as this goes up tomorrow. Which it most likely will. Just don't give it, don't, don't edit it, just throw it up there. <laughs> I will throw it up like so much vomit. Elegant. Elegant. Poetic. Yes. Intrinsically poetic. <laughs> in an elegant fashion. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Intrinsically poetic in an elegant fashion. There, put that on a t-shirt under a Lantern Cast logo. We really should do that. We really, we need to. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas... What? You mentioned it, I'm sure, at one point. Oh, okay. Uh, I got an airbrush. For your bald spot? <sighs> of course, you had to bring that up in the episode that we're not editing. Yeah. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> uh, I got an airbrush and a compressor so that I will actually be able to make shirts Oh, nice. Have you made shirts before? Or Well, yeah, you have. But like... I, Obviously, I have, given the fact that you are in possession of a Lantern Cast shirt that I made. Yeah, I know. I meant, like, with paint and such. Uh, maybe when I was, like, seven. Okay. You know, like that... Actually, yeah, I, I, I did. Actually, no, I made one... Uh, let's see. Ten... Ten, fifteen years ago, I made a shirt for my brother. You remembered the seven-year-old one first. Yes. That's, I think your skills may have gone downhill from that first one when you were seven, if that was the one that jumped to your mind first. <laughs> well, regardless of all of that, as long as I create a really good uh, like stencil uh, and I get the, um, the fabric paint for the airbrush, then I should be able to roll out with some pretty awesome lantern cast shirts. I think about that every now and then, like, like, us making shirts and such. Yes. But then the, the thought just goes away in favor of other things, usually <laughs> food or <laughs> sleep. It's like, then it's like, oh, wait, that requires work. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I actually, because I was, I was talking with John Godwin and, uh, he he actually gave me the idea because I said I'm like I'm getting an airbrush. He's like, oh awesome. He's like, so you can make shirts. I'm like, actually, I did not consider that at all. But that is an awesome idea. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna use this for uh, your your uh, custom model figures. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My vinyl like, nations. That's it. I couldn't think of the word vinyl. Yep. Huh. Yeah, and for anybody that doesn't know. <laughs> um, one of my other hobbies is that I take the uh, vinyl nations from Disney. They look like little vinyl replicas of Mickey Mouse with like tons of different customized designs over it as a canvas. Um, and I customize them. So 
an airbrush will definitely help out in a big way. Hey, speaking of John, did he mail everybody a noose, or should I be worried? <laughs> yes, uh, he mailed us all Christmas rope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, not, not even just Christmas rope. He like It's like red and white strands that are like intertwined together to make a nice you know candy cane kind of pattern yeah but it's like tied into a noose yes like can you get in trouble for sending that through the mail (laughs) uh listen if that's wrong then i don't want to be right (laughs) like i opened that like christmas morning with my family and then i had i had to explain to them (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I had to explain to Lauren also, actually. I wonder who Chad had to explain to. The thing is, the roommate he's consoling tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How ironic that I said that they should keep the rope away. Oh, that's awful. um, Yeah, no, actually, I I took it, I I hung it up near the door, and uh, I told Lauren it's going to be an annual Christmas tradition. God. Hanging up the Christmas rope. It's right next to the mistletoe and the cards from relatives. It's hey, what's oh, what is that? You know, we got we got a bunch of uh, of Christmas cards this year. Um, from uh, a lot, you know, a lot from family and a couple from friends. And uh, I actually got a Christmas card from Earth G Billy, and I got a Christmas Christmas card from Mark Marble. Nice. Yes. And you got a Christmas card from me. Yeah. 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 No, it was nice. It was cool. I like how you rewrote the oath to be a holiday theme thing with like a Santa battery. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Good stuff. I was hoping for like a solid vinyl card that was painted in some way, but you know, no, this is this is good too. This yeah. is good too. Yeah. Well, I didn't have my my uh, airbrush at that point. <laughs> oh yeah. It would have taken too long. So, which, so what you're saying is you have no excuse for next year. I'll come up with a different excuse for next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. Yeah. Uh, you know what's the most awesome thing about John sending Christmas rope out? Is that he must have gotten up and done it, like, the day after the recording because it arrived, like, like two days later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he he was on top of that one. I had no idea what it, what it was going to be also. like that We really should have, though. <laughs> completely out of the blue. He's like, oh, wants to send us something. And there's a tracking number and everything. Yeah. It's like, he, what could be so important? He sent us, he sent us candy cane nooses. <laughs> and he included a tracking number. Because, God forbid, the mail system lose your candy cane noose. Well, when you say it, it sounds crazy. <laughs> can you imagine if, like, that was the one time they decided to do, like, a random check just to make sure nothing dangerous is going through the mail? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his his podcast would be re- renamed Not Me, I Didn't Do It. <laughs> uh, 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 instead of Geek Fight, it would be Prison Fight. Be prison something. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, God. Yeah, 
I think the Secret Santa thing went off pretty well, I think. The Secret Santa thing was, like, amazing. Um, that is, that's all Jason's idea. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, I modified a little just to uh, make it a little more, um, I'd say accessible for everybody. Yeah. Um, speaking, speaking of which, if you're not on our forum, you have no idea, but we had a Secret Santa thing going for anyone on the forum who wanted to jump in, like a whole like $10 limit kind of thing, and Jim puts takes everybody's names and puts them in a hat, probably throws in a random number generator for some reason, and figures out, you know, <laughs> who's paired with who and whatnot. Yes, I, I, I put all the names in a hat, and then I entered them all into a random... Uh, generator, random name generator. Um, and then I pulled the names out of the hat because the random generator had actually done all the work, so I didn't actually... <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want the, the slips of paper to fall out while I was wearing the hat anymore. Yes. But just to, just to make it even more random, you should put in extra names that we didn't have. Like, Susan? Who the hell is Susan? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Dan. Um, <laughs> Ho Chi Minh has got you. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, they don't know that they're involved. Oh. Oh. God. Yeah, so, well, yeah, no, so the the benefit of a $10 mm-hmm. limit is that, you know, you actually have to do a little bit of uh, thinking to really get your, your Secret Santa person something, you know, good, something that they'll, you know, really appreciate. I didn't. Mine was easy. <laughs> well, that's awesome coming from one of the co-hosts of the show. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, who did you have? Who did you know who I had? You picked this out. <laughs> I forgot. Like this was like weeks ago. I it Meg. I had Meg. You had Meg. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. It's like, oh, it's so clear to me now. Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. Why? You had Meg and I had John. Oh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> co-hosts of the Lantern cast randomly get co-hosts <laughs> of Not Young, Just Us. Yes, randomly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it was easy because, like, like, she loves adorable stuff and Young Justice. So, like, remember those uh the pop hero things yes. I talked about? Yes. They have one of, of uh, Robin. So it just and and you can get them for like nine something. So it's perfect. That's awesome. I used my own recommendation from our Christmas shopping <laughs> episode. Proof, proof that that episode had a point. <laughs> that was, you know, I have to say after that episode, like I I spent a lot more time on Etsy looking at different you know crafts and things like that. Etsy, like I I thought about. Because somebody pointed me at, at Etsy before. I think it's because um, that's what Danielle Corsetto uses to sell her her uh, Girls with Slingshots merchandise. Okay. And it seems like, I don't know, like, I've never used eBay to sell anything before. And I don't even know what it is about eBay. It just kind of puts me off a little bit. Yeah. But, like, et- Etsy seems like it's it basically the same thing, except it's, like, smaller and, like, more... I don't know, more welcoming um, from that side of the table? As far as I have been able to see, 
Etsy is just like a, a regular like storefront as opposed to auction. Yeah, and that's that's honestly something I like better too because I hate the auction concept. I like like I will never like if I go on eBay for something, I will never ever participate in an auction. I just, <laughs> I don't want to bother with that shit. I if if <laughs> I could find the exact thing I'm looking for, if there's not a buy it now option, I move on and try to find it somewhere else. Uh, well, with with my smartphone, you know, I have the eBay app, so like anywhere I am, I can always just enter a bid at like the last, you know, last couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah, and I hate that shit too. You know. You know what it comes down to is when yeah, it, it makes sense for for somebody buying. You basically you wait until the auction is almost over, and then you know with a couple of seconds to go, you type in how much, you know, the maximum amount of money that you're willing to spend. Because mm. if you type in the maximum amount of money that you're willing <laughs> to spend with, like, two days to go, then somebody else can be like, well, that's how much I was going to spend. But if that's the most that they're going to spend, then I'll fork over another dollar. Yeah, I, that's see, that's why I don't like the auction concept. It's just because, like, it seems like to avoid getting screwed, you basically have to be a douche and just snipe the whole thing last minute. Well... But I mean, if you if you are, I, I feel like the the whole sniping thing. If you look at it from the point of view that if if me and you wait until the very last minute, and we we both enter the most that we're willing to pay at the very end of the the auction, then as soon as we both submit that button either me or you, whoever is willing to pay more money, is going to win that item. Yeah. Okay, so like, as long as there's multiple people willing to snipe at the last minute, then it's still fair, as though yes. nobody was sniping. Okay. Exactly. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah, and, I mean, <clears> basically, <throat> that's, that's what it comes down to. Most people on eBay are, you know, are doing that, that, that method. So if everybody's doing it, then it kind of balances it out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I still prefer just a storefront. I mean, like I would be more likely to sell some to blah 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 to sell something on Amazon. And Etsy kind of strikes me as kind of a more indie for now Amazon, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Compared. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I definitely back that. And I mean, by the same token, like. <laughs> One of the, the biggest issues that I have with eBay's Buy It Now and you know, people that use the Buy It Now is that a lot of times, like, you'll see an auction going on and the auction may close at, like, $20. And then you look for the Buy It Nows and, like, the lowest Buy It Now is, like, 40 And they yeah. know that, you know, okay, well, you can partake, partake in the auction and try and get it cheaper – but if you want it right now and don't want to wait for an auction, then you're going to pay through the nose for it. So. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, especially <laughs> with like the vinyl nations, I see that a lot. Like a vinyl nation that would maybe normally sell for like you know anywhere between fifty and seventy. You know, you're not going to see a buy it now for less than a hundred. Hmm. So you know, it's just it's a ripoff. So I'm just going to pass pass that by. Yeah. So. Have you bought any of that Green Lantern stuff you found off Etsy yet? 
Actually, I haven't bought anything off Etsy <laughs> yet. Um, You're not going to go for that tramp stamp? No? No. No. Oh. Um, but one of the things that I love about Etsy is that, and this is, like, one of, one of my, you know, pastimes that I enjoy doing during, like, the summer and fall is going to, like, uh, you know, festivals and craft fairs and things like that mm-hmm. um, with different vendors. And I, I've done this ever since I was, you know, pretty young. You know, I would go with my mom. And the two of us would walk around and, like, you know, she'd see, like, you know, you know crafts that she really liked or whatever. And I'd be, like, looking at the crafts and, like, within a couple of, you know, within a minute or so, like, I'd be like, okay, I figured out how to make that. If you, if you really wanted, like, you know, I'll, I'll make you one later on. And, you know, that that's what I would do. You know, it's like, because I, I spend a lot, of, I spend, like, way too much time in craft stores. So I know, like, I know the layouts. I know everything that they have. I know tons <laughs> of techniques for, you know, almost every craft that you can imagine. So, like, if I, if I, if I can examine something, you know, for, for a little while, I can usually figure out how it's done. So, you know, that's with, with Etsy, I, I, you know, go on there and check out and basically get ideas for things that I might want to do. I walked around a flea market somewhere in Jersey here, like a few months ago, like during the summer. Uh-huh. And I'd never really been there before, at least not in years. And it's bizarre in there. It's like a little network of of really shady stores, almost. <laughs> but then, then there'll be, like, the oddly high-end one with, like, nice carpeting and glass cases, only they're selling most likely illegal weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. <clears throat> oh, man, like, the flea markets that we have on Long Island, as far as, as far as I'm aware, I think we're down to, like, two. And they used to be, they used to be nice, um, like way, you know, years and years and years ago, they used to be really nice. Like, actually, I remember, um, my mom, she had a job once working like, uh, she would do surveys. So people walking around the flea market, you know, she'd be like, oh, would you like to take part in a survey? You know, and, uh, you know, some people you know, would do it. Sometimes they'd, they'd, you know, be pay surveys. Um, sometimes you, you know, you get free merchandise, whatever. Um, and there were times that she would let me come with her to the flea market. And I basically just like hang around the whole flea market all day long while she was working and go from like booth to booth and check everything out. And, uh, like back then that was a time where like you could actually find like some, like, little comic book stands at the uh, flea market. Nice. Um, I, I remember that was right around the time that wizard number 13 came out. Cause that was, that's where I got wizard 13. Hmm. How high did wizard go before they folded? Um, I don't know. I, I want to say two hundreds. Hmm. Are back issues of wizard worth anything? Like, could you sell number 13? I, Highly doubt it. I don't know how that works with magazines. Um, I, you know, something I really, I really don't think that the back issues are really worth anything because 
Like, they even have special issues, like, uh, you know, the mm-hmm. Captain America, you know, tribute issue, or the Superman, you know, Death of Superman issue, and a lot mm-hmm. of times you'll find those in, like, dollar bins and stuff like that. Hmm. So. Well, then. And I, I think nowadays they're probably worth even less than cover price, you know, just because of what's what's happened with. You know, because everyone hates them. Uh, I, you know what? Like, uh, at this point, I I will wait and see what's going to happen after they ousted uh, Garib Sheamus. Did he get fired, or did he just leave? Um. Well, they, he either got fired or he got forced to uh, resign. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. wonder who owns Wizard now. wonder if it's going to be like a we- one of those weird things where like a celebrity just buys something. Like, like, did you, like, uh, I forget where I learned this, but like MySpace, like, sometime over the summer got bought up by like Justin Timberlake or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think I heard something about that. That sounds stupid. Yeah, really it really does, like every part of it. <laughs> like MySpace, okay? You're ready for this? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know that website? I I mean like like honestly, I can't remember a website that has lost popularity and then come back. Yeah. I think... Did you see the the Kick-Ass movie? Yeah. Yeah, like, they use... Like, he's using MySpace in the movie. And, you know, at the time the comic came out, MySpace was still... Like, I guess it was still being used. I don't know. I never was on MySpace, but... <laughs> but, um... Uh, what was I saying? Like, what, by the time the movie hit, MySpace was kind of a joke... And the fact that he was using it in the movie just helped kind of, kind of speak to the absurdity of his whole, his whole deal that he had going. <laughs> so it's like it's like it's that kind of thing. Like it's like MySpace is like the '60s Batman of social media at this point, where you know they didn't intend it to be a huge joke, really. They wanted to be kind of serious, but now it's just completely lost that. Yeah. Yeah. And- it just it keeps on changing to try and you know become relevant once again, and it's just like <laughs> no. It's like our show where we're like, all right, Green Lantern's not working out for us. Let's talk about Etsy and MySpace <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. whatever that that awesome restaurant was from last time. <laughs> uh, Cajun buffet. Something de Brazil. Yes, that's that. The Brazil is definitely in there. Uh, Restaurant de Brazil? No. Um, meats? No. Meats no. de Brazil? That's stupid. That can't be it. Wait, Google exists. Hang on. Yeah, you do that. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I heard about Brazilian restaurants <laughs> like. A few years ago, and ever since, I've just been like, oh, man, I want to try Te- that. Texas de Brazil. Well, that's, that's odd. That's it. Yeah, it has Texas and Brazil in it, doesn't it? 
And it's in Las Vegas. Yeah. Why didn't we think of this when we were talking about it for an hour? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, makes me want the meat sweats. God. <laughs> we should title this the Rebirth episode anyway. <laughs> Just to make people mad at us. We should call it the Redeath episode. Uh, that uh, makes sense. <laughs> so, uh. okay, so this this was uh, this was pretty cool. Um, a couple of days before Christmas, we uh, we hung out with one of my wife's friends, um, and you know because of Christmas, you know my, my wife, you know she she picked out you know a couple of cool things for her and her boyfriend. She comes over, you know, she got something nice for my wife. And for me, she's like, she's like, I, I got two things. She's like, you know, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm almost positive that you won't have them. So the first thing, you know, I, I open is uh, a big package. And like, I could tell right away that it was an action figure. Hmm. Now, recently I've like cut back my action figure buying like significantly. Um, you know, to the point where, like, you know, I really don't have much space at all. So it, it becomes, like, a major game of very selective choices to see what is actually going to fit. Um, there was actually one figure that I really did want, and I had pretty much forgotten about it for a while. Um, and then I opened the package, and there it was, Blue Lantern Worth. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so, all his fat glory. What's that? In all his fat glory. Yeah, I. I mean, it's really a fantastic figure. Like the, the detailing, and <laughs> you know, the it's it's got a lot of weight. It's it's a fantastic figure. Highly recommend it. And uh, I mean, the other thing is because it was given to me as a gift, like. You know, Lauren can't be like, it's like, oh, you know, you have too many action figures. You can't be getting new action figures. Where are you going to put it? Blah, 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 blah. So it's it's a sanctioned gift. It's a sanctioned action figure. Nice. <laughs> so I got Worth. Awesome. Then there is another another package to open, which I'm, <laughs> I'm positive is a comic book. She's like, you know, she's like, there's no way you're going to have this. There's no way you're going to have this. I the open- Green Lantern Rebirth? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that would be really funny and ironic, but no. It was the issue of the Green Lantern Corps that had come in, that had come out the uh, the week, you know, that week, you know, like the Wednesday prior. Okay. The only problem was I went to the comic book store that Wednesday and I picked up that issue. Oh, that just makes you a jerk. You know, like, I figured, it's like, oh, let me get all the issues before Christmas, you know, that way I don't have to, you know, wait in case I have time during Christmas to read, which did not happen at all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. It would have been great if it was, like, that Family Guy moment where, like, Brian gets handed, like, a a package shaped like a a bone. He's like, oh, I wonder what this is. And he just rips the paper off. It's a book. It's like... (laughs) It's like, that's not even possible. It wasn't in a box. It was just red. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, she's like, yeah, you can bring it back to the comic book store and exchange it. But, you know. 
Will they let you do that? Well, she well she's like you know I know I, my my mom knows the owner blah 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 so yeah they wouldn't let you do that. You should try it. They might. You should you should try and record it like at the time live like put the recorder in your pocket. Now it's probably illegal. I think but... that that definitely wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> then he would definitely say no. Don't tell him. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, you know, it's not like the first issue of Green Lantern that I have doubles of. Yeah. So. But, uh, no, I mean, you know what? And what it comes down to is, <laughs> like, she was really trying to get me Green Lantern stuff that, you know, I didn't have. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, that that, that meant a lot to me. Speaking of action figures, and I just thought of this now because you said action figures, which, yeah. But, uh, uh, Beth is watching Big Bang Theory via Netflix. Okay. You know, gradually. <clears throat> and I don't even know what the episode was about. Like, I was over there the other day, and it was some episode where, at the beginning, you see, like, Sheldon talking about something or another wasn't paying attention. I mean, it's a good show. I just, I got fixated on something else. And, like, over his shoulder on a bookcase, like, across the room, is, like, the Kyle Rayner battery prop. Yes. And... I remember thinking, and, like, I was thinking to myself, because I've never seen that in person. I've only ever seen the picture on the DC website. Okay. <clears throat> I guess this was it from the other side. So I'm like, that actually looks kind of cool. How big was that? Because I think that was a mini prop. And yeah. I thought I was sitting there trying to figure out how big that was, like, proportional to something else. Because, you know, he was standing, like, maybe, like, 10 feet in front of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... So I'm looking at other stuff on the shelf, and it's like to try and size comparison, and it's it's right next to like Amigo Star Wars figure, like Luke or Han or whatever, one of them in the Stormtrooper okay. outfit without the mask. <clears throat> so I immediately start googling to try and figure out how tall Amigo figures are, yeah. <laughs> and like after ten minutes, it dawned like I, I get like the the height of the Mego, and I start, like, trying to subtract for, like, okay, it's two and a half heads shorter than the Mego figure. And, like, ten, ten minutes into this, I get my estimate, and I'm like, huh, I could have just been Googling that battery, couldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think the dimensions are on the uh, the DC Direct site anyway. It is, it is. That's where I found it. Yeah. <laughs> I was off by, like, an inch, so I'm kind of proud of myself for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's why I never bought it, because it was a mini-prop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I kind of wish that I had it now. I don't know. His design's kind of weird. I only like it when certain people draw it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I like the way it was drawn in Rebirth. Yeah, kinda. I like you know who I like. I liked it back when um. <clears throat> oh God, do you remember the issue where um? You know, you, you had the issue where Ky- it was the Underworld Un- Unleashed tie-ins where Kyle fought you know Mister Freeze, and then the next issue he fought Purgatory in his apartment building. Right. Donna was there. I think Paul Pelletier drew it. Um. Okay. Do you remember that? He might not. You remember that scene towards the end of the issue where, you know, he gets 
he like blasts Purgatory out of the building with like a shot from his battery. Um, yeah, yeah, this is reaching a little bit, <laughs> but like he's it gives one clear shot of him holding the battery, and the way Paul Pelletier tweaks the design a little bit, it like really brings out like the blatantness of it being a Green Lantern shape. Like that is my favorite look for the battery, <laughs> where it's like where it's like it's super stylized otherwise, and that just doesn't look good if you like see it from an angle or from the side or I don't know. What, uh, that was, let's see. It's like the cover where he's, where Kyle's holding Donna and she's passed out and their costumes are both tattered and everything's on fire. Okay. 60 something, I think, or 57 or 58. One second. Was I right? What number is it? 69. Ah, oh, I was so close. Kind of, I think. <laughs> well, you should probably talk since we're not editing this. Yeah. yeah no, th- well, as for me, for Christmas, the only Green Lantern thing I really got was uh, the, the Hallmark ornament of Hal Jordan. Okay. Which, is, which I immediately took out of the box threw to the ground one of my mother's ornaments and made room for it next to my Abrams Enterprise from the previous year. Oh, yes, I love that Enterprise. It's awesome! It's so cool. Yeah. It's not. It's one of those, it's so cool, you can't just place it on the tree. You have to fly it to the tree. Oh. Going whoosh. Okay, I see, I see what you're talking about. You see the image? I like that. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's it's actually a lot more squat than anybody else normally draws it. Yeah, like, people usually draw it like it's a briefcase. It's so huge. Yeah, and it, it, it actually resembles his symbol. Yeah, I think it still has, like, the base platform on the bottom, I think, but it's not, like, and it has a handle and everything, but it's not so overly designed like it, it can look sometimes. I tell you, my favorite thing about the Purgatory character yeah. is that they always drew his energy like a slightly different shade. Yes. Yeah, that was the best. And like when there, when the fire he made was like burning in the background, sometimes that would even be a different shade than what he happened to be blasting at the time, which was also different from Kyle's shade. So they had like some great color work going on. Yeah, yeah. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. The good old days. Oh, pl- oh yeah, because colorists in Green Lantern today don't do shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not like they have, like, infinity more to keep track of. You know, it's so different, Green Lantern from back then to now. Yeah. I mean, and, like, you know, granted, like... <laughs> You could say the same thing of anything from volume two to volume three. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, just in tone and every and and also like the way that uh, you know, th- there were so many one and done stories back then. Yeah. Well, it's, it's such a different approach because I mean, it's almost the difference between running from 
the history and running towards it, you know? <clears throat> Which is weird because like like they made such a point to try and distance Kyle from the mythology, but at the same time such a huge part of his career even in those early years was the fact that he is painfully aware that there is a legacy that he's kind of carrying on. Yeah. But so weird. I I mean like I look at it as like back then the when you were reading Green Lantern it was it was much like watching a sitcom of that time where you know you tune in each month you get another adventure <laughs> you know sometimes there'd be storylines that go from you know a couple of you know episodes but that was that was basically you know the the pattern you know by the end of the episode you know you'd have a, a story um <clears throat> nowadays it you know it, it still resembles you know tv shows of of today it's just that it's more like a you know lost or you know fringe or you know any number of shows where you know you have to really like you can't miss an episode yeah you have to be reading every issue to get the full larger story you know and and then by the end of the storyline you know that's when you know the impact takes hold yeah, which, by the way, is something I'm very surprised to see TV doing more. Because, I mean, Lost was a freaking anomaly. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they actually decide, hey, let's write a show where you have to pay attention and think intelligently about it. Otherwise, we're going to be... <laughs> you're going to be lost. <laughs> and it was insanely popular... And now that it's gone, everybody's like, holy fuck, we gotta find the next Lost. So you get, like, all these shows that are kind of kind of trying to be like Lost, but kind of kind of not. Because, like, like, kind of a more pulled-back version of it. Yeah, well, the, the only way that a show like Lost can really survive is with, one, the, the advent of, like, you know, TV seasons on DVD and, you know, like, rushing them out. ASAP, and then the other thing is, uh, you know, time time shift viewing, DVRs, TiVo, stuff like that. <clears throat> because you really, you, like like you said, you need to be watching. So if you miss an episode, you're screwed. You know, which I don't think will be a problem for very much longer. And when I say very much longer, I still mean a number of years. But I mean the way things are going, I don't first. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't foresee appointment television surviving our <laughs> surviving longer than our generation. Well, I mean, like what appointment television? As far as you having to be there at a certain time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's that's almost completely gone now. Oh yeah, no. And I'm saying like like in our lifetimes, it will be completely gone. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the the concept of it is stupid anyway, especially when you can deliver anything on demand at any given point. You know, it, it's just... And, and half, that's how half people watch... I mean, anybody who watches TV through Netflix is already kind of... It's already basically doing that. And there's some crazy statistic, like, 
after a certain after like 10 p.m. at night, like some huge percent of internet traffic is just devoted to to Netflix streaming. <laughs> That's funny. Like I'm not gonna try and get quote number. Uh, fine, I'll quote numbers. Uh, 57 percent. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, hold on, I'm going to uh, stop recording and then record again. Okay. You're back. Yes, finally. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Did you have to restart your computer again? No, I had to restart Skype. Oh. Yeah. All right. Giving me issues. No, not issues, nah. Yeah. So, so the one thing that I did not get for Christmas, which I was a little disappointed... And, you know, like, I posted this on Facebook to try and kind of hint around that I wanted it. Did you do that by saying, buy me this? (laughs) I was was slightly more subtle. (laughs) You with the money, buy me this. Um, The Green Lantern Snuggie. Oh, Jesus Christ. Don't, no, just don't. Snuggies are awful. (sighs) Snuggies are awesome. They're awful. I think you're just mispronouncing it. It's awful. No, no, and and actually, my brother-in-law got me, uh, he got me, like, a really nice blanket, so, I mean, I can't be, uh, <laughs> I can't be too disappointed, because it's a lot more comfortable than I'm sure a Snuggie would be, but, uh, still, part of my heart, heart yearns for the Green Lantern Snuggie. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's kind of a... Wow. <laughs> oh, Snuggies are... Uh, I, I don't even want to talk about Snuggies. Okay. <laughs> God, I, I think I got more Iron Man than I got Green Lantern this Christmas. I'm not complaining. <laughs> so I, was, I was behind by, like, two hardcovers of Invincible Iron Man. Right. And, like, I, I decided, like... I didn't ask for them. They just... I guess I, I've, I've been talking about them here loud enough for enough weeks <laughs> that, that um, somebody heard and got the hint. But it actually works out because I was missing like volumes like what's like six and seven or seven or eight or something like that. And I was like, I saw the um, the next volume, which collects like it dips into the fear itself stuff, even though it's not numbered. It's like the direct next issues. Um, and I'm like, should I pre-order this? Because I still have to backtrack and get two or three. Yeah, I think I will, because there was an extra 5% off Marvel stuff that month from DCBS. So I'm like, okay, so now this this saves me from having to, to hunt anything down. I can just, like, read straight through. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I can't remember any other Green Lantern-specific type stuff. I got a new hardcover of uh, Avengers Forever. Have you ever read that story? Um, <clears throat> which one was that? That is the one. It's like it's uh, by Kurt Busiek and drawn by Carlos Pacheco, where it's um, <clears throat> all these different time-lost Avengers from all over the place, like past, present, future. They're all pulled together to help Rick Jones against like this uh, 
this big war between Kang the Conqueror and uh, Immortus, which is the future version of Kang, and <laughs> Kang's trying to kill his, his future self so he doesn't become him. And it's this whole big thing. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. We no. should do we should do that story next week. <laughs> I'll definitely read that one. Yeah, that's that's not gonna happen. Oh. Come on, it's great. It's got it's got a version of Captain America that's totally disenfranchised with the government. It's awesome. <laughs> that sounds kind of cool, but no, no. <laughs> There's like three Hank Pims in it. <laughs> there better be. <laughs> and and still now. So, let's see. I don't know. We talked about mm-hmm. Christmas. We talked about Secret Santa. Yeah. We talked about how we were going to do Rebirth. Yeah. I didn't tell you what I got for Secret Santa. Okay. Well, first off, um, my Secret Santa was Dowd from the forums, obviously. And he got me this. It's this DVD collecting, um, what was it? Uh, a bunch of the old filmation DC cartoons. Okay. Like there's, <clears throat> and I had, I think I said this on on the, in the thread that I'd seen like the Superman stuff, like scattered Superman episodes that they had done. But I don't think I've ever really seen like the Justice League stuff or the Adam or Hawkman or the Green Lantern ones that they've done. So this is gonna be interesting because this is it's it's all really old, but it's gonna be basically new to me. Like, <laughs> Like, I haven't cracked it open yet because the very next day we went on a trip and I was trying to pack a light, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I think I've seen some of the Aquaman stuff. <laughs> Did you approve? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Definitely good. Nice. All that stuff is entertaining. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, my, the person that had me was Jason. Oh God! Did he buy a boat? You know what? He bought you a boat. <laughs> he sent me a Hot Wheels speedboat. Really? Yes. Really? Oh, that was not the only thing. I just pulled that out of my ass. I didn't know he sent you a boat. <laughs> yeah, no. But I, because I, I guess either you or somebody else made the the joke of the, the boat in the thread. He included a, a Hot Wheels speedboat, and uh, I got. Three different uh, their their vinyl vinyl figurines. Their monies, though. Their what? Uh, M U N N I. Oh, that helps. Or M M M U N N Y. Um, it's it's a vinyl figurine in a different shape. Hmm. Um, you know, and they're all blank because with uh, with the the Disney vinylmations, they it's like almost impossible to find blank ones anymore. So, so Jason, Jason got me canvases of a different, different sort. Nice. So that was awesome. Yeah. I, I've already like, you know, planning on what I'm going to do with them. So yeah. well, this, you can break out your nifty airbrush cannon, as I like to think of it. I like the thing you have like a paint bazooka now, basically is what it. It's actually an arm attachment, kind of like Mega Man. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Um, yeah. Pull the trigger and fire comes out. Oh my god! Paint will 
fire paint. Fire doesn't come out of a paintbrush or an air. Well, whatever. No, um, that would be the best paintbrush ever made by a man. I guess if fire came out of a paintbrush. (laughs) You mean Jason didn't get you a magic paintbrush? (laughs) That shot fire? Yeah. And that's all it does? Like, if you move it too much, it just shoots fire in whatever direction it happens to be pointing. Yeah, that'd be more like a magic wand. I fail to see the difference. Okay. (laughs) Uh, How many more days till Super Show? Uh, You know what? I am not starting my official countdown until the 100-day mark, which I believe is the... 20-something, like the May 20th of January. Last time we talked, it was 114, so probably... When did we talk? <laughs> like a week ago, so probably like 107 or so days. Yeah, you know what? Um, <clears throat> I can figure this out pretty easily. Just open that, and 126 days. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Okay. We are not counting today, and we are not counting the day of, because it is the number of days between now and then. Okay. Yeah, okay. So there is 126 days. Okay. That was close. Yes, as of today. I was thinking, like, 14 instead of, like, 40, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. And they still haven't... They're probably waiting until the new year, but they have, They still haven't put up any, like, updated information on the, the Comic Geek Speak website for where they still have all 2011 stuff up. I know, yeah. But they did announce the dates, which are, I don't even know if they ever said the dates. It's uh, May 5th and 6th at the Great Reading Expo Center. Right. As always. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah. Then real Christmas happened. <laughs> I can't wait. Me either. You know, holidays are nice and all, but I think I've <clears throat> I've honestly like full on replaced Christmas with Super Show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I definitely have not. But uh... oh shush. <laughs> you know, because you know when you're a kid, that feeling you have, like when Christmas starts to get closer and all that anticipation and like. Like everything good that goes along with being a kid at Christmas time. Like I haven't had that at Christmas for so long, but I have that for Super Show. You know what? You know what I love about Super Show? <laughs> everything. Um, I mean, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, one of one of the best things about Super Show is that any time that like there's a convention coming up, like a really big convention, like say New York Comic Con, or back when I we used to go to like the Big Apple cons and stuff like that. There'd be artists that I really wanted to see, and like I'd start like planning and plotting out how I was gonna go at it, and put the you know artists that I want to get sketches from in a list of you know greatest to least, and I'd start like stressing out. It's like, oh my god, I hope I get this artist, and it was like I was it was super heavy anticipation, <laughs> but also stress that. You know, I make sure I have a great time and get everything that I need to do. You have to start weighing the, you know, how, all right, how young of a child am I okay with pushing to the side as I run towards my target? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I 
<laughs> I, I I dealt with the uh, with, with mm-hmm. those issues long long ago. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there is no too young. Oh. But uh, with Super Show, it's not like that. Um, I mean, like, there's always artists that I really want to get. Like, you know, <laughs> I think for like the past couple of years, like Katie Cook is pretty much always my first stop. But uh, you know, it's like if if I don't get all the sketches, then there's always next year. You know, and it's just like the experience of being there is just so much greater than, you know, anything that you could get there. Yeah. I don't think I'm overstating it when I say that Super Show is like the culmination of most good things about humanity. (laughs) Yeah, I, I think you're probably right on that one. Yeah, you take everything that's good that you could possibly imagine in the universe, <laughs> condense it into a weekend, and that is Super Show. It can then take take everything good in the universe, condense it into a weekend, and then just for some reason just kind of drop it in the middle of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As if there were no other states that could hold such awesomeness. God. Well, it could be worse. They could have... <laughs> my, my, my big fear from several months ago could have could have been true, and they could have decided, nope, we're doing it in London. Oh, God. Could you imagine that? Because they're doing the London Super Comic yeah. Expo, or con, I don't even know what it's called. London Super Con, whatever. And, and they, I think I even said this on the air, but I don't care. They, they said everything except... For this is in addition to Super Show. So I was freaking out for like days over, oh my god, is there no Super Show this year? Or is this going to be Super Show? Or is Super Show moving to London at least for this year? Am I going to have to go to London? Which I'm not opposed to doing. I thought about it, but it's just not in the budget to do. Yeah. <laughs> but so it, I was very relieved. I, <laughs> I, I basically badgered them on the forums and on Facebook over and over <laughs> again until they announced it. Yeah, no, I don't think I'd be able to make it to London this year. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever left the country for, like, legitimate reasons? No. Hmm. No, I have not. You will be no help to me, then. (laughs) Why? Well, I'm... I am... I'm basically, like, 99% sure. That's a high percent. I'm... Fairly sure <laughs> that I'm going to go to Fan Expo th- uh, this coming year. Oh, okay, in Canada. Yeah. Yes, oh, Canada. Okay. Uh, and, th- like, I've never... Oh, look, my traveling experience is New Jersey, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. New York, yep. Florida. Okay. I don't count any of the states you have to drive through to get from here to Florida, because <laughs> that's, awesome. that's, like... That's like saying, oh, yeah, I took a walk by going from my bedroom to get the mail and then coming back. Yeah, that's not taking a walk. So I, You I, know what? <laughs> screw you. No, you know what? You're going to have to get a better routine, Ford, okay? <laughs> Actual exercise. It's like, but I picked up a heavy sandwich. Oh, I burned calories. Uh, I uh, ate celery. <laughs> I ate celery and then a cake. 
to wash it down. No, but so I'm going to be, I'm basically, I'm going to be leaving the country for the first time. And part of it's like, I don't know. I've just I've never, <clears throat> I've never gone anywhere. Like the, the biggest, like speaking of super show, super show has been like basically the big, the big, you know, vacation e thing that I've really done unless you count family trips, but I don't because that's very much not vacation-y. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so this is, and, and oh, get this, get this. I find it, I found out <clears throat> that I'm basically going to be going by myself too because Rob has, like his brother is getting married the same weekend of Fan Expo. So he can't go. And I'm using Fan Expo basically as an excuse because it's something to do. It's something that will draw in a lot of people that I know who would like just be going to it anyway. Plus it's like it's something that I would enjoy for at least like a couple days. This isn't like, oh my god, I have to go to Fan Expo. Ah, this is like, okay, this is a convenient like thing to happen for planning a trip. And uh Jeremy, who would have who would like to go, he's still, you know, he's having trouble getting a job after uh, uh, Best Buy let him go. So, <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I can't, I can't fault him for, for being hesitant about saying yes because you know, it's really the responsible course of action to take. Because like this is, because I've been crunching numbers based on what limited numbers are available because you know you only have so much to go on until you get closer. Right. But it's, you know, round up, it's gonna be like, like. Like probably like a five to seven hundred dollar trip, all things considered. <clears throat> and if you're if you've been unemployed for a few months, planning on throwing like a thousand bucks or something, yeah, probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so you don't have any specific reason for going to Fan Expo. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically, like. I'm basically looking at Fan Expo as just like, okay, you know, it's it's basically like a New York-style con that just happens to be in Canada. And, you know, whatever. I can... You know, cons are fun. I'm planning on giving... I'm going to try to get to New York this coming year, too. But yeah. it's like... <clears throat> it's it's one of those where, like, okay, I want to... Like, I could go to, to Fan Expo for, like, a couple days. Because it's like a four-day show. I'd go for, like, two, two and a half or something. Right. And then also just kind of... I don't know, just go about in Canada, just like see what there is to see and just loaf around for like a next like another day or day or two on top of that. Right. <clears throat> um and you would fly? Oh god no. No no no. In order to have you uh in order to make this like a financially doable Right. I would be going by bus. Which Okay, there is have you heard of Megabus? Mm, no. No. <laughs> which, which, all right. It sounds like I, a transformer. I know, I know. I like to think that if there's traffic, it'll just tur- unfold into a robot and run the rest of the way <laughs> down the side street. But isn't it the best name for a co- like a bus transport company ever? Yeah, yeah. Mega Bus. It's basically like it. It's what the CGS guys used when they went up. Okay. Uh, it, it's basically like you you book your your seat or whatever in advance online. Right. And you know, tickets, like, they start going up, like, like two and a half months in advance or a month and a half or whatever. And, <clears throat> like, the first three seats are, like, a dollar. And then it goes up from there. So, like, you're, <clears throat> and you book, like, your round trip 
well, not your round trip. You put your trip there and your trip back. So, like, there's no guarantee, like, it's when that started, kind of. Basically, you're buying two separate tickets at once, so you're probably going to be paying two separate amounts per ticket. Okay. So, like, your round trip could end up, if you get in early enough, like, like Brian Deemer this past year, his round trip bus expense was, like, $11. Whereas, like, Adam Murdo, he waited an, another month, and it was, like, 30-something. To Canada? Like, to and from Canada. Total. That's crazy. <clears throat> oh God, yeah. It costs it costs more than that to get from my house to Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. No. Oh, but <laughs> definitely. Uh, how much does it cost? To... I was gonna make Florida jokes, so that's okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that is a huge. Like, if that wasn't an option, this would all be like not happening. Right. But. <clears throat> And I mean, I have to get to New York because that's where they pick up from. That's closest to me. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Part of me is kind of looking forward to the the bus ride up. Yes, it'll be like ten hours, but <laughs> it's also like I don't know. There's something adventurous about it because I've never just like, like, done like a full on road trip somewhere. Um, what you call it? Uh, you'll need a passport. Yeah, I know. I've been looking at, uh... Oh, do you have a passport? Yes. Okay, maybe you can answer this question. Because I was looking on, like, like all sorts of, like, government websites and shit to find out, like, like prices and right. whatever. The book that the passport card goes into, does that have any purpose other than just being a, a holder for the card? You mean, like, the leather uh, <laughs> passport holder? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's just to keep the passport nice. <laughs> okay, because, like, their their site lists it as, like, okay, if you get just the card, it's, like, $50 or something. If you get the card with the holder, it's $100 more. So I'm oh, like, wait a second. Are you talking about the special license? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he, here's here's the breakdown. I don't know. I guess it, it might be different in New Jersey, but I'm pretty sure that it's all the same. And it costs you, with the, the Postal Service fees, uh, well, you also have to get your photo taken. I don't know, oh, if, yeah, I know if your CVS does it or not. Oh, we do. We do. I might go somewhere more reputable, but we do. <laughs> no, okay. So, you know, that that costs like, you know, seven bucks, whatever. Then the, the actual uh, passport and postal fees adds up to about $110, $125. Hmm. Uh, you need your birth certificate and your driver's license. Yes. Um, or in your case, I don't actually know what you would do. I uh, I have a state issue or a government ID. Okay. Or like you get from the DMV. It's the exact same thing, only it's like has like a line at the top that says like not a valid driver's okay. whatever. Um. But then there is the other, there's a special license that you can get from the DMV where you have to bring in extra forms of uh, proof. I forget how much it costs, but I'm pretty sure that that will let you go to Canada. Is it, It's like a more limited version of a passport kind of thing? Yeah, or? Well, it's, it's just a special <laughs> driver's license that they allow you to go into to Canada. Like, I think Canada is like one of, one of the few 
places that you can go with just that. It's it's primarily for getting in and out of government buildings easier hmm. than having to bring like you know a bunch of forms of ID all the time. Um, but I'm pretty sure that will get you into Canada, and that might be a cheaper option. Yeah. Although if you want a passport, then you just get a passport, you know. Yeah. Um, now I mean, as far as Fan Expo itself, um, I mean, like, if you want to go to Canada, then you want to go to Canada, and that's you know that's the bottom line there. But I mean, if you're just looking for you know to do like an adventure and you know take a ride somewhere and go to a good con then i mean like did you consider dragon con yeah yeah i i've thought about it like at some point i made like this huge list of conventions i've never gone to but i've heard is awesome or heroes con i mean yeah, is heroes it? con they they basically say is like one of the the best nicest most fun cons that you can go to you know that's like it it's it's obviously much bigger than Super Show, but much smaller than New York Comic Con, and it's kind of like the, the the happy balance in between. That's in not Indiana. Where is that? Uh, let me look. Uh, da da da. Sure. Charlotte, North Carolina. There you go. Maybe. Wonder if Megabus goes there. I will not travel in anything lamer than Megabus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ultra Coach. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want a mode of transport that sounds like it could kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure that you don't have like an elbow seat. Oh. That turns oh. Into, like the part that turns into his elbow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not supposed to bend this way. Where's Dan? I think he's leaking out of that joint. <laughs> he's become the robot's oil. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, well. Um, is there anything else that we really want to talk about right now? I don't know. We've already talked about my plans for next year. <laughs> like, all of this stuff. There's so much stuff I, can, I, I really should, like start looking around at again because there's so much of it like i was piecemealing things together from you know old hotel information and old like figures from like the last incarnation of fan expo's website and like random things i've gleaned from different people who have done the trip before right so so as we get closer like i'm hoping now that the year is about to turn over or has turned over who knows when this is going up oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that like more usable numbers will be start becoming available, so it's time to to just you know sit down with us again and re-examine, re-examine. Right. Well, if you do like want to do this, then make sure you get your passport in like you know well ahead of time. Oh yeah, because like they have to like mail it back to you and all this shit. And... Yeah, they say that it, it could take like four to six weeks. Yeah. So I mean, make no mistake, if I'm if I'm going to do this, I want to have my passport... Like, like Fan Expo is in August. Okay. Like, I would I would like to be taking care of my passport by, like, February. Yeah, yeah. And, technically, you know, you can expedite it. It's, like, an extra fee. 
And it is a lot of money, but you can get it within two weeks. Ah, no thank you. <laughs> uh, they, they also say that the, the the system is running a lot faster than, you know, usual. The postal system? Well, the, the, the passport system. Oh, well, uh, it's not the post office. Lauren and I got ours, like, uh, I want to say two or three weeks. Nice. So, yeah, it's pretty quick. And that was just the normal... The whole normal deal? Yeah, yeah. Wow. No muss, no fuss. Nice. Where'd you go again? Nowhere. Oh. But we have our passport. <laughs> Just in case. Yes. That's good for a bunch of years. Yeah. You went to Niagara Falls, right? No. No, we oh. thought about it, but... Because when you did. We did okay. not. Now we went to Pennsylvania and we went to uh, Washington D.C. Well, good thing you got your passports. Oh <laughs> uh, well. You get stopped by a cop going papers, papers. <laughs> That's, that'd be really funny and weird. <laughs> He's like twirling a baton. He's wearing one of those old timey round cop hats that goes up a foot. <laughs> awesome. Papers. Um. So <laughs> let's see. Have you been? Have you been like reading? Oh, yeah. Wait a second. No, you don't get your comics until after the month's over, anyway. Yeah, it should be Monday, probably. And then you'll like dive in and start reading them all. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> so I should really read Rebirth before Monday. <laughs> I've had a lot of comics from this month that I picked up. Yeah. I just, like, have not read anything. Yeah, well, I still have... It's actually good that I get it monthly, because I have, like, a pile of the bad ones that I didn't know I wasn't going to like <laughs> to get through. Which, actually, I've discovered an awesome way to get through this, because you know, it t you know I usually read a comic in a half an hour, right? That's just how I do. Okay. At work... I get a half hour break for lunch. Right. But I take, the, because I work late shifts, I usually eat dinner on like a 15 minute break, like before my half hour break. Okay. So then I have a half hour to do nothing. So I just bring an issue of like Mr. Terrific or something with me <laughs> because as long, once you, you take that comic or any comic that you don't really want, you're not really that excited to read and put it in, the workplace environment where it's become the most interesting option you have, <laughs> it, it's a lot easier to just dive into. And, and then a half hour later, yeah, you had a nice break, you knocked out another comic. <laughs> you know, I have to say, Mr. Terrific is the most ironically named comic from the 52. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They really should have called it Mr. Craptastic. Oh. The Craptastic Four. <laughs> yeah, so I have a stack of, like, I have, like, two issues of Mr. Terrific, two issues of Legion, two issues of uh, Men of War, and I think God. One, one more Blue Beetle. So in a week, I will be finished with them. <laughs> the Purge. Yeah. Uh, what issue of uh, Mr. Terrific did you go up to? 
one. Uh, do you mean like pre-order wise? Yes. I uh, one, three or four. I forget. I think I've they've stopped coming, so it's I only have like the two that are left. I just forget if I've read number two or not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you enjoy that. Are you still? How, how many did you read? Did you stop after two? Yeah, after two. Uh, I, I I after two I said okay, I'm done. And I I flipped through number three to see if like they could turn it around, but no, it looked abysmal. Hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> oh well, <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> Which is sad because like you know, rumor has it that that's that title is part of Earth Two. That would be cool. Or that is going to be the first contact with Earth Two. That would be awesome if they could turn it around and say, yeah, by the way, you've been reading an Earth 2 book all the time. We just didn't tell you. Well, yeah, actually, I think I think Mr. Terrific is on Earth 1. But I think he's going to have contact with Earth 2. I think uh, The Huntress is actually the first book taking place in Earth 2. Whatever, as long as they trick us. I like that. Okay. I like it when that happens. Yes. Yeah, if you say so. <laughs> Um, and you know, there's a bunch of trailers on, online. For what? Like, uh, movies coming out within the next year or two. I, I thought you meant for Mr. Terrific. I'm like, what? Who's made no, no, those? I'm <laughs> completely changing topics to get away from that horrible, 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 oh, horrible <clears throat> Have you watched any of these trailers? I assume you're talking about, you know, Dark Knight Rises and The Hobbit and... Prometheus. I have no idea what that is. That would be the Aliens prequel, or most likely the Aliens prequel. Oh, that's right. That's that one where they're trying to play it. Well, I haven't seen the trailer, so I don't even know if they're trying to play coy anymore, where they're like, no, no, it's not an Aliens movie. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 See? No. We just have the guy that created it, and he's doing similar stuff, and it's kind of visually the same, and there might be some Aliens in <laughs> We didn't say that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, out of all of them, though, I think the only one that I've actually seen is Prometheus. Yeah, you haven't seen the Dark Knight Rises trailer? No. Is that by choice? You know, I'd kind of like to see the Hobbit trailer, but overall, like, the reason that I watched the Prometheus trailer is because I have absolutely no idea what to expect from that movie. I don't know if it's aliens-related or not. And so I was curious to see if the trailer would at least tell me if I was going to want to see that movie or not. Not so much? Uh, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued. Um, Do you know if it's going to be Aliens related? No, I don't. I have no idea. Um, uh, I mean, it's it's set in the same universe. He's, he's always said that it's set in the same universe. Okay. Um, and I think it's a prequel <clears throat> of some sort. Like, it takes place before Aliens, but how long before and what the relationship to Aliens, I have no idea. But well, the, the, I mean, just just saying that, I mean, Predator 2 is said in the same universe just by way of, like, one shot of a trophy wall, you know? Well, also the whole Alien versus Predator. Well, yeah, yeah, but by then that didn't happen. Come on. Yeah. Um, right, but, uh... I mean, well, even so, you know, separate from the whole alien thing, the tagline, you know, uh, they went to find our origins, 
and I don't know, something like uh, what they found could kill us all, or something like that. I, I don't, I don't know exactly how it went, but whatever. It sounds that, like they're sounds like they're finding aliens. Yeah, it does sound something like that. But whatever it was, like that, that definitely had me interested. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing another trailer that isn't like a teaser. Yeah. But for The Hobbit and The Dark Knight, like, the reason that I haven't really been, like, is like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this trailer, is because I know I'm going to see these movies. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, like, by watching the trailer, it's just like, oh, great, let me watch some of the scenes that I'm absolutely going to be seeing again <laughs> on TV and in the movies when I go to see that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Cause, I mean... It's one of those where, okay, if you liked the last ones, there's no reason you won't like this one. Because right. it's, a, I mean, if this was someone other than Peter Jackson doing The Hobbit, yeah. I probably wouldn't give a shit and wouldn't go. But it, but at the same time, I liked, I liked those, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So I'm going to see the next one that he makes. Yeah. And I think it's. It's even going. They've even said it's going to be split into two movies, and I'm fine with that yep. because he did it well when he split something into three movies. So why not? Why not? Well, technically, so like if, technically, each movie was its own book. That's that's true, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Just like yeah. the multi multi movie story set in this Lord of the Rings world. Yeah. You know? So I mean, yeah, if you like that, you're gonna love this. So it's like, who, who even cares? But like, I don't know. Like it's it's so like I've never read the books, and. It's, I haven't seen the movies since they were in theaters the first time. So for me, like, and I did like it. I really enjoyed them enough to want to see this, but it's enough off to the side of my typical fandom that, you know, I kind of needed a trailer to get me psyched to go see it. You know, I just but, realized. What? You, you just made yourself sound like an illiterate old person. What was that, Grandpa? You said, I haven't read the books. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Somehow it's funnier when I say it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I haven't read... I think it, it, it gets worse if I go, oh, I haven't read books. Because that just means, like, all of them. Oh. <laughs> uh, Any books ever written. <laughs> but that would be truer. Yeah. More truish. More truish, <laughs> and and like with but with Dark Knight Rises, like I'm in the same boat. Like I don't, I'm in a weird place with this movie because I feel like okay, it's it's like a guarantee that no matter what, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to love it. So like I don't even care right. if I see like like some stuff in advance. Like it's I'm like well, it's not going to ruin the movie for me. Yeah, like even the stuff they released, like like. Christopher Nolan is a genius. <laughs> Just because, like, the stuff they leak out, you immediately think, oh my god, that's a spoiler for the movie. What the fuck does that even mean? Like, <laughs> but they made the announcement that, yeah, Dark Knight Rises, spoiler, takes place eight years later after The Dark Knight. I was like, oh my god! What? <laughs> it's, just like, it's like you learn something new, but not really. <laughs> Yeah, it just it just leads to more questions. Yeah, and like they're they're releasing lots of images of Bane, and they're apparently like that IMAX prologue that they did was all about Bane. They have not mentioned Catwoman once in any advertising, 
and we know for a fact she's in the movie. So it's like, it's like, hey, look over here at my left hand, not at this one. So, switching tracks one more time. Figure we will try and aim this towards an ending. Oh, okay. Let's see, New Year's, New Year's isn't just a matter of days. Do you have any resolutions for 2012? Nothing specific. Just kind of, well, specific and yet not specific. I don't know. <laughs> yes? I don't know. What do you, what do you got? I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, because that really worked out well for me this year. So your New Year's resolution is to just keep being awesome. That's that's great. Basically, <laughs> I'm going to keep on keeping on, as Matthew McConaughey would say. Oh, yes. He is absolutely the genesis of that phrase. Yes. Yes. Um, McConaughey. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I want to keep up with the customs. Um... You know, I'd like to I'd like to get enough of the the custom lanterns going, where I can actually like you know put it together in some kind of like book or something. Just mm. you know, more so for me because I think that would just be something cool to have and to show off. Yeah, how many have you done? I think I'm up to like twenty eight. Uh, five. Twelve. I was close. Somewhere between 12 and 15. Okay. So, And I mean, I have a bunch of designs for more that are becoming eventually. Yeah. I think to refine mine a little bit, I think I just want to, I don't know. I want to just stop getting in my own way when it comes to a bunch of stuff. Okay. Because I, I always overthink shit and then end up not going through with it. That's really hard to believe. That you're, that you're capable of overthinking things. Uh, 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 uh. That was the jokes, wasn't it, Grandpa? <laughs> I've been saving that one up for weeks. Oh, I hope you didn't hurt yourself. <laughs> well, if Chad was here, I'm sure he would say his resolution is to make a blog that doesn't die out after three weeks. <laughs> oh my god, that is so mean. Hey, it's not mean if I use it as a plug for Core Conjecture at coreconjecture.blogspot.com where Chad writes stuff and things about stuff and things. Go there. He had a, uh, a contest winner. Oh, he did? Who won? Uh, Jeff. I've been out of the loop for days. Did did Jeff do his post yet? Did no. he take over Chad's blog for a day? No, Chad, Chad just announced it, like, I don't know, yesterday or today. Okay, because this is the first time I've really been online since going to Hershey. <laughs> what do you do there? No, chocolate things. <laughs> oh, you actually went to the, the chocolate factory? Yeah, well, not the actual chocolate factory. Have you ever been? Yes. Because you know Chocolate World... Have you gone to Chocolate World ever? It's not the it's not the park. Um, what is Chocolate World? Chocolate World is basically like it's this big kind of kind of 
fake factory tour where they teach you how like yes. how cocoa beans go from like the trees in whatever country to you know yeah, here and they yeah where they have like the ride and stuff and that we do, we do every time we go just basically out of nostalgia because as like like a kid I used to love going to that thing it was awesome and then we just walk around like the gigantic Hershey store that's attached to it uh, so like we always do that like we just kind of stick that towards the end somewhere um, <clears throat> like this time of year they have um, I forget what it's called it's some everything in that town is some sort of candy pun but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, they have like these this tremendous field filled with like these animated Christmas lights that you just kind of drive up and down through it and it's like it's partially in the woods and partially in the field and it's 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 just like it's really cool it, it lasts for a while too so we like drove around that for and they only do that in December obviously but you know that was kind of, that was cool uh now beyond that it's just you know visiting with family because like my mom's entire side is up there you know we primarily go to to see her her dad and play with his dogs and you know two of her three sisters still lives in Pennsylvania and it's you know it's just <clears throat> it's just a big catch up you know it's it's weird for me though cuz all my life we went I went up there with my mom at least once or twice a year basically whenever there was a break from school right and like like I have like a lot of childhood memories that are just take place in that house. <clears throat> so it's like I don't know, it's just bizarre seeing how like like people and the place have changed since then cuz like as I got older the gaps between trips just just got like further and further. Like I think this might have been the first time I've been up there in years cuz like we tried to go last year but then the day before we left we got that mountain of snow dropped on us. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of I mean the first night or the first the whole first day is always kind of rough just because like you just walk around that house or around the yard and just think back and you know, you remember like I remember like what it was like before and what it was like before my grandmother died and Yeah. Now, every time like every time Somewhere in the trip, I always think, you know what, this is probably the last time I'm going to come back here. But it never is. <laughs> I, I don't... How far off from Reading is, is Hershey? <laughs> uh, Reading is... It's some... I think it's just a little... A little less than an hour, maybe. Because, I mean, driving from Jersey, you pass the exit for Reading, like, before you get to... Hershey okay. so it's it's kind it's kind of well if you're coming from my house it's basically like an an hour or so in another the other direction once you get to a point in Pennsylvania okay so I mean if you drew a line between the two I don't know how far apart they are but right. yeah you know I, I haven't been there in many many years yeah, lots of cows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? We'll we'll just stick with uh, uh, the whole Amish Amish area, right? You know, Lancaster. The cows all work in the chocolate factory. <laughs> <I bet>. <laughs> <laughs> Lancaster's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Have I ever been there? 
I don't know. Oh, all right. <laughs> Actually, uh, I think, uh, what do you call it? Shady Maple? Shady Maple is on the outskirts of Lancaster. Hmm. But it, it's like to get from Shady Maple to like the outlets and, you know, where the Amish actually are or the majority of the Amish, it's like it takes like a half hour. So. Hmm. Anyway. Actually, it also takes a half hour to get from Reading to Lancaster. Huh. So maybe they're like in a triangle or something. Yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for Shady Maple. <laughs> That's like the big thing for Super Show you're looking forward to. You're like, yeah, it's all the people and all the great things about. Give me pancakes. Give me how much pancakes. <laughs> all the pancakes. I want all the pancakes. God. Oh. We gonna do Outback again this year? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Lantern cast takes over Outback. Yeah. Uh, of course, we'll Jason. we'll only have like you know six people next year. Yeah, that we know of. <laughs> Are uh, Rob and Jeremy going to come? Yes, definitely. Okay, good. So, maybe slightly, you, slightly more than six. If you know John and Rachel are coming this time, and you don't tell me, I'm going to beat you up. Listen. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. That was an awesome could, secret to be sitting on. I could ask that. I could find out, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, I could make them keep it from you. I bought John's co-host a Christmas present, okay? I have a favor to call it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Listen. It was it was with my help that they were able to schedule everything, and uh, you know I, I was there answering their questions, so that they were able to come to Super Show last year. Mm hmm mm hmm mm hmm. Okay, okay. So yeah, I'm the contact man. Yes, I I could still circumvent this through Rachel though. You could try. I can make up lies about you. Or tell true stuff. That's worse. <laughs> you could try, but you'll fail. <laughs> uh, uh, we should probably end this episode. We probably should. Hey, this is good for us, because historically, when we do a three-hour episode, we just don't do anything for like a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> that was a... Oh my god, I can't even remember how... I, I can't even believe how long that episode was. Yeah, it was like three and a half hours or something. Yeah. Um, okay. James didn't put himself at the end, either. He he, he actually told me uh, his micro... He doesn't have a microphone. Oh, why? He had one before. Well, yeah, he doesn't have it with him. He only has the one that's built into the, the laptop, and it sounds like crap. Oh, that's fine. Come Otherwise, on. he would have... But, uh, Has he not listened to our old shows? We're fine with putting up crap quality stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. James, add something to the end of this one. Nope. Yeah. He's not going to edit this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got in a, we got a new guy on the forum. I 
I gotta find his name now, so it's not just, hey, we got a new guy, yeah. But he said um, in the Introduce Yourself thread, like, he's been listening to all the old episodes, and my first reaction was to apologize to him. Was that Bloom? Yes, yes it was. Yes. <laughs> you know, I have to say, it's it's a little sad when I know that James isn't going to edit the episode. Because, like, when he edits, edits the episode, like, I can just, like, I can say something into the air and aim it at James, and James will get the message. You know? Yes, I know. I know you missed your personal holodeck or Star Trek computer. That's it. Yes. James is the holodeck. Like, I like to think that I can say, James, Earl T, Grit, Hots, or whatever, and <laughs> he'll, he'll just make himself a cup of tea and drink it. It's, it's tea, Earl Grey, hot. I was close. Have you ever drank Earl Grey tea? No, I won't drink tea. Oh, it's awesome. Is it? Um, it it kind of tastes like tea with the lemon already in it. Uh, I can't get past like the notion. Like, okay, with tea, I'm basically t- drinking really hot, dirty water. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> I also don't drink coffee, though. Completely different reasons. Okay. I I, I can't even talk to you. <clears throat> You can't even, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you drink coffee and you're pro-snuggy. Yeah, I don't think I'm coming out looking like the worst person here with this one. Yeah, you know what? Yeah? Everybody's pro-coffee and everybody's pro-snuggy, except for you. How can you, all right, look. There's about 13 people in the world that hate coffee. Well, then we are the greatest 13 people ever to grace this planet. Okay. You, may, you that may what? be a slight over-exaggeration. You know what? <clears throat> if they want to email us, they can do so at, <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, or we all have our own emails at lanterncast.com, Jim, Dan, Chad, Jason, or James. Uh, website's lanterncast.com, go figure. Um, and coreconjecture.blogspot.com. Yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Um, it'd be awesome if we added a link to that, to the website for that. Totally not going to do that, though. <laughs> I was going to say, are you just saying that to be mean? What are you doing? <laughs> I, you know what? I'll, I'll say it into the air, and maybe James will catch it. <laughs> James, you think you could add that to the website? You know, if not, no biggie. Uh, on the website, there's links to the forum, links to the Facebook page. Uh, there's a, a, a Twitter Twitter account? Yeah, probably. Do, do you keep up with that at all? With the with like the show Twitter account? Yeah, I mean, do you ever post anything in that? I've never posted anything in that. Uh, James, it's, James, do you post anything in the Twitter account anymore? He wouldn't be able to answer normally. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I, I think Chad and I each adopted a Red Lantern character and make their fictional Twitter accounts, and we don't even do that all the time. <laughs> I have so little interest in that. Twitter? Well, yeah, Twitter in general, but then also the fake characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was awesome when I did it, but now it's just derivative because Chad jumped on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do a a Twitter account (laughs) of the point of view of that horrible costume that Guy Gardner wore 
when he had both the red and violet ring on. Thought you were gonna. Oh my god! You know what you should do? You should make one for Atrocitus and just wax pathetically <laughs> philosophically. Uh, I stubbed my toe today. It had me thinking of a day when I was 13 years old. I was getting ready for school that day. You should completely ignore the character limit and just let your sentence cut off wherever and however it does. <laughs> and your next tweet should start up in the middle of a word and be completely unrelated to your last tweet. <laughs> uh, that would really get people angry. That's fine. <laughs> that would be the point. Make some somebody making someone angry on the internet? What? Well, well, I <laughs> I, I said it as a joke because it's atrocitous and you know, <clears throat> rage. Of course you did. Anyway, uh, you could also find us on iTunes. Oh yeah. <laughs> you can leave us a review there. Um, you know what? That'd be awesome. But I have to honestly say I have not checked the reviews in months. I do every now and then. Yeah. Not all the time. Also, look, some, let's pass this along, too. This is something I actually learned from Corwin. If you're in another country and you leave us a review, you need to tell us somehow, like email us or something, saying, hey, I'm from this country and I left you an iTunes review. Because if you and I just go into iTunes and look, uh, yeah. it's only going to show the reviews that came from American people like it's not going to show like like if you wanted to see like you'd have to like like it's like a five-step process to switch country and like and look like okay let's see if anybody who gave us reviews from canada okay now let's check this country you would have to go through every single country that way it would take hours you know i used to they used to make it really easy to switch from country to country yeah They made it really difficult to buy music from other countries, but you could definitely switch from country to country. Mm. Um, it's like we could have dozens of reviews from like some other country and just have no idea. <laughs> the England contingent. Uh, could you imagine if we're just huge in Germany or something? We're like the David Hasselhoff of podcasts. But none of them tend to come on the uh, the forum? No, why would they? I mean, Oh, you know why? Because none of them can... Uh, understand the the security questions for well, wait a second no if they're listening to us then obviously they know english did you just now have the revelation that german people can speak english no okay god um okay now i'm gonna throw this out there oh my god i'm gonna throw this out there james we need you we Come re- back. We do. <laughs> we have a voicemail line. That uh-huh. number is 708-LANTERN. Uh-huh. Just spell out lantern. So to all of our listeners out there, please leave us voicemails. Uh-huh. And I'm waiting for this to take a sharp left turn somewhere. I, I, I don't think it will. Now, we won't necessarily play the voicemails on the air, but uh-huh. we like to read the translation that Google provides us with. Jesus. Because that is so freaking hysterical. I mean, like, you can't make that, that stuff up. That's true. You know what I thought you were going to say? 
Oh, God, no, why? I thought you were going to ask if anybody in Germany is listening to call in and prove that you can understand our show. (laughs) That's something you would do. If they're listening to the show, obviously they understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how long did it take you to realize that? (laughs) No, I I just... My my brain wasn't making the logical step that... Right there. Anyway, uh, yeah, so 708 Lantern. We have such an awesome voicemail number, and nobody calls it. And not nobody. I mean, like, you know, there's there's half a dozen people that have left us voicemails. Do we have, a, like, a message on there yet? Maybe. We don't have a message on there. We might. We, we don't. I, you I, basically just said we don't. I, we might. I don't remember. I set, don't. set it up so long ago. Yeah, we don't have it. Uh, it'd be awesome if we had, like, a German message. Something in, like, complete German. So that way those people from Germany <laughs> that are listening to our episodes, when they when they call into the voicemail, you know, they'll get, like, a familiar familiar voice. Not that it, not the voice will... Actually, if they've listened to the episode, the voice will be familiar. Because it'll be me. Wait, wait. What? What? Wait. What language does Meg know Christmas carols in? Is one of them German? Um, I thought it was Russian. Alright, that's good enough. Can we get her to sing, like, a Russian Christmas carol as our voicemail message? I'm pretty sure we can't do that. Why? There's limits. There's limits on time. Alright, it doesn't have to be the whole thing. Then what's the point? What's the point? Exactly. You know what I hate about coffee? I don't. I've never drank it. I fully admit that up front. Okay. I cannot, for the life of me, get past the smell. Is the... Like, I've grown up my entire life hearing people talk about how coffee just the smell of it is enough to get you out of bed and start you on your day before you even put lips to cup <clears throat> i smell that it doesn't matter what kind it is it's uh, it smells so putridly bad it's like it's like i'm smelling a bag of garbage and like i cannot make myself take the leap to ingesting something that smells like that. <laughs> well, wait a second, wait a second. Now, I, I need to know, like, when your family makes coffee, like, are they just making Sanka? Well, that's, that is actually part of it, too, because I grew up in a household where absolutely no one drank coffee, so I was never around it every day. Okay. I mean, if, like, my mom or my dad or somebody drank it through, like, even off and on throughout their lives, maybe it would be different, maybe I'd be used to it, um, but what about, I come from a... What about the smell of freshly ground coffee beans? No, I don't like the smell of coffee beans. Hmm. Well, I mean, you could just be wired to not like the flavor of coffee. Hmm. It's possible. Because, uh... <laughs> I, well, I, I kind of wanted to end the episode, but... There was nah. there was something where um, there's something that some people there was a food that some people are like hardwired to not like. Um, not pizza. 
everybody loves pizza. It's not pizza. It's, uh, I don't know. But it's something that, like, a lot of people like, and when you say, it's like, oh, you know, I, I don't like that, you know, they'll, people will look at you like, it's like, oh, well, you just have an immature palate or something like that. But it turns out that there is actually a genetic disposition to not like this particular taste. Hmm. Um, is it something super common, like yeah, apple Yeah, well, cake? it's not super common, but what happens is when... When most people eat it, you know, they get the flavor of the food, but when these certain people eat it, they only taste like, it tastes like soap to them. Oh, hmm. it's cilantro. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had cilantro. Yeah. Some people, you know, some people like the taste. Some people just, you know, they, they taste the way it's supposed to taste, but they just don't care for that. And some people, they actually <laughs> eat it and it tastes like soap. Isn't cilantro like a seasoning or something? What is that? Yeah, it's like a little, like, it's like a, a bush. It's like kind of like a little plant. You put it in like guacamole and it's like a garnish kind of. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It's also a seasoning, but hmm. anyway, yeah. I mean, you could just be, you know, predisposed to not like coffee. Now I'm curious to see if cilantro tastes like soap. Um, Would I have to compare to actual soap just to be sure? No, because I think you know that what soap smells like. Well, yeah, the smell of it. So we're talking about taste here. Yeah, well, you'll know. Um, what you call it? I I'll say like as much as I like coffee, I almost always stick to flavored coffees. Yeah. And I add like flavored creamer as well, so it ends up like not tasting like coffee at all. So it's like I guess I start with a coffee, I end with an ice cream cone. <laughs> Basically, like my favorite from 7-Eleven, they have blueberry coffee. I feel oh. like, I feel like three quarters of the way with blueberry coffee and then the other quarter with like French vanilla creamer. Stir that around. It's like drinking a dessert and mm. it gives you caffeine. Like the jolt is like amazing. Mm. Oh, God, love it so much. Nice. Okay. All right. Good night, everybody. I think that's a good good note to go out on. Yeah. Rebirth next week. Maybe. Well, I'll read it. <laughs> Listen, I read it more than you. Oh yeah, yeah. How recently? Tonight. Yeah, sure you did. Uh, uh Good night, everybody. <laughs> Best episode ever. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.